Hello and welcome. Welcome to a wee bit Brezzy podcast. I'm Candice. And I'm Lynn. And here you're going to hear us talk about some probably inappropriate things. Yeah, we're just two cousins hanging out, yeah. talking about conversations yeah. inappropriate. There'll be lots of laughs. And some teasing. And it might get a wee bit spicy every now and then. I hope you join us. Hello, welcome back. Welcome. I think we're both feeling a little weird because it's been like a month since we recorded. Yeah. Yeah, and I know- And normally we record like every single week. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. multiple episodes a week. Exactly, exactly. So we're so in a yeah. little bit of a, a it's like that weird day where you come back from like holidays. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, what is my job again? Yeah, who am I? <laughs> yeah. What do I do? What, what are we do doing I, here? Do I exist? Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're like today. Yeah. <laughs> But so, how is that different from any other day, oh, really? That's true. It's just, yeah, I guess it's more apparent this time. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us. Um, we are looking at, like, over close to 600 plays on all which of our episodes. Which is pretty cool. Which we feel really, really grateful for. Yes. Um, so thank you. Yeah. Thank Love you. you. Um, thanks, cousins. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Um, Today's today, episode yeah, is all about... about <laughs> you do it. See, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Today's episode is all about narcissism and narcissism being a product of colonialism. Yes, exactly. Which is super fascinating and yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely a trend I've noticed. So yes, and kind of aligned with. What are you doing now? Hopefully, it's still recording. Are you not recording? Okay, <laughs> the computer is doing something so weird. So the computer shut us down, and then uh, all of a sudden, it's still recording. Um. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. So, narcissism as an effect of colonization is our topic for today. But our what's up, Kezi question of the week. I yes. Is. Mm -hmm. Do you have an indigenous book that you have on your shelf but you haven't read yet? Yes, <laughs> totally. Actually, I have way more than one oh, book. Oh, me too. I feel like I have a, a thing where I like buying books and just not reading uh -huh. them. Especially they're... when they're pretty. Exactly. And I don't know, all indigenous books, they all look interesting, sound yeah. interesting, and they're pretty on the cover. And so I'm like, that's going to go on my collection. Oh, totally. And then I never read it. Yeah, exactly. So for example, I was like you, because we were just talking before we pressed record, uh, was on the BC ferries. And of course, they always have all the latest. That and yeah. in the airport, too. They always have like the latest yeah. Indigenous books by and Indigenous London authors. Drugs, for some reason. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've never noticed. Um, but when I was on the ferry last time, I actually walked, <laughs> I walked out with uh, Jody Ray Wilson's uh, book on reconciliation. Yeah. And so I bought that one. Mm -hmm. So that one has been collecting uh, dust on my shelf. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? Oh, I can't think of you off the top of my head. What about you? Um, one for sure is A Two-Spirit Journey by Manny. Oh my God, we practice this off air. <laughs> I, need to, I need to see it again. <laughs> Chakabee? Uh, Manny Chakabee. Yeah. Manny Chakabee. So she is um, an Ojibwe Cree lesbian. Um, I bought this book ages ago and I stare at it on my shelf going, mm, I should read that. Mm, I should read that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I never get to it. Um, I haven't fully read through like the 21 things you don't know about the internet or yeah, the 21 things you don't know about the internet. Oh, I have that in my collection too. 
Um, and I don't even think I've opened it. I, I open it occasionally. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's just too much to like sit down and read Yeah. in, in one go. Yeah. Um, and then there's a few others by him that I haven't read, but mm -hmm. I have them. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I need to add that to my, my collection. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name right now. Um, oh. The one who wrote 21 Things yeah. About the New Year? Isn't yeah. that Bob Joseph? No? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, and Vera found out that he was doing a book signing. Oh, cool. Because uh, he's local. I think it. Yeah. Local-ish. Yes. But he was at Chapters in Langley. And I was like, oh. So I got my book signed by him. It's nice. very, very cool. Cool. Um, but yeah, I haven't read them. I have not read those. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a fantastic yeah, collection. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we do. Um, do you so, ever do audiobooks? I did. Hmm. But then I found it like I wasn't spending enough time listening to them. Right. And, like I had Audible and I would listen to some things partway through and then I'd return it and then hmm. try something something new for some reason my like brain couldn't remember to listen to it yeah no, mine was the same way because when i was doing my master's degree i downloaded audible and i would ah, download yeah. my textbooks and nice. if i was like doing the dishes or chores or something yeah. i would like play it but at the same time i'm like <laughs> it's just like my brain when i try to read something i'm yeah. like it's something's going on exactly. <laughs> but my brain isn't absorbing yeah it. and yeah. it was the same for me for audiobooks i'm like listening to my textbook yeah being read to me but it's not nothing sticking it's nothing's not landing yeah no. it's not computing no. so i don't think they work for me <laughs> no no <laughs> yeah well uh listeners if you have uh some indigenous books that you would like to share with us that we will not read please go ahead. <laughs> yeah. send us some recommendations exactly <laughs> yeah well should we dive into our topic yes let's yeah. dive into our topic so narcissism as an effect of colonization this came about because um len and i of course were having a conversation as we do often <laughs> <laughs> that i don't think um people would have survived our ancestors would have survived had they been truly narcissistic or completely egotistical so one and the same to me yeah i totally agree because i think if you look at and you listen to some of our oldest teachings, it's always yeah. grounded in uh, uh, connectedness, mm -hmm. uh, humility, humbleness, yeah. that almost like in our teachings, narcissism or just like being egotistical was like backwards. Yeah. And not exactly. encouraged or really frowned upon yeah. from our yeah. way of life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if we're, yeah, we're not going to be focusing on different mental health things mm -hmm. that do appear as narcissism. Um, like off the cuff is uh, some people on the autism spectrum might appear to be narcissistic, but that's not truly what we're going after here in, mm -hmm. our, in our conversation today. More of people who have narcissistic tendencies or behaviors or behaviors yeah. or blatant probably diagnosable narcissistic personality disorder. Mm. That's what we're more focusing on, not, mm -hmm. not some other appearances of what narcissism can be. Mm -hmm. And you and I have had this conversation a couple of times um, since we started recording uh, the podcast. And I never really kind of framed it in my mind what exactly narcissism uh, looks like or, mm -hmm. or sounds like, because it's, it's a part of intergenerational trauma and, and mental illness and all of the other things yeah. we've talked about. So I did a really quick Google search the source of all my knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and this is coming from Mind Help, Symptoms of Narcissism, Inflated Self-Importance, Self-Absorption, Grandiosity. What is grandiosity? Um, you make everything bigger than it is. And ah. usually that everything bigger is about yourself. Is it about you? Ah. Yeah. Like, so you're, like, like your royalty? Um, say you have a partner who is a narcissist and they're like, Oh my God, I just spent, you know, five hours washing the dishes and and, and, and it's like, um, really you spent five minutes washing the dishes and yeah. it's just the dishes. Yeah. That's what uh, Okay. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have here? Uh, lack of empathy. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. Pretentious and arrogant behavior. Mm -hmm. Feelings of victimization. Mm -hmm. uh, fragile self-esteem. Yeah. Inability to handle criticism. Mm -hmm. Lack of intimacy. Social withdrawal emotional dysfunction and mental disorders yeah so that's a laundry list it is um but it's also making me think that this is so also tied into lateral violence Absolutely. and our conversations around yeah. lateral violence right yeah. yeah and i think it also goes into um how how we're trying to reclaim our culture mm -hmm. and how some people are like no this is the right way this is mm -hmm. the only way yeah to do xyz thing yeah um, when the more and more I, I learn about even just neighboring communities, um, the more differences I see in everyday practices. Mm. And I base that mostly on, um, the language. Mm. Uh, I was just over on the island and near Penalpit. So it's that one little area of the island that is in our language umbrella hmm. and thinking of like, okay, so they're on the Island, but they share our language, but it's just so slightly different. And mm -hmm. then a neighboring community there with an, um, technically a different language. So many things sound similar, but if you imagine what it was like for, so, you know, our community versus someone upriver, mm -hmm. right. The, the uses of words were slightly different, yes. but then you get even down to like more microscopic scale of like our family used mm. words differently mm -hmm. than a close neighboring family mm. and just unique differences in, in slang and things like that. Mm. So not just that, but like, if you think about that on a bigger scale outside of language, mm -hmm. well, that means that, <laughs> And this is a famous phrase that we use a lot is like, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Mm. So if we're thinking about like reclaiming our culture, mm -hmm. um, there's more than one way to skin a cat. And it's, it's not right. It's not wrong. It's just different. Yes. And that's when, you know, our egos really can get into feeling like we're being questioned. Mm. That, you know, this is the right way. Yes. yes. We have yes. to do it this way. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I think for you and I, I mean, my upbringing was just a little bit different is like, I didn't have a lot of elders to teach me things growing up. Mm. So I took whatever teachings I could from um, elders and knowledge keepers that were yeah. outside of my community and yeah. outside of um, my my own people, really, like mm -hmm. they were Plains people, Inuit, they all sorts of backgrounds, right? Yeah. So my knowledge is a collective mm. of those things. Mm -hmm. So I... I think that kind of plays into my my outlook on reclaiming our culture for us here. Of like, mm. There definitely is a million ways to skin a cat mm -hmm. and they're not 
wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. And I, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say, it's like the point is like, get the job done. Yeah. But in our society today with colonization, that ego comes into play big time. Oh, totally. And I think it's, it's an overplay of authority and power. Mm-hmm. Well, it's also a misuse of power and authority, really. Yeah. Um, this right way <laughs> sounds an awful <laughs> like colonialism, right? And what yeah. we've inherited through yeah. residential schools and exactly. what we, what is what is what we are told is or was conditioned into our brain of what was right and holy and yeah. the light way, right? Yeah, exactly. Light way, right way, white way. <laughs> yeah. You know, all of the above. So no, I totally, totally, totally see that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think it's really, it's a really hard battle to overcome and, and have a community collectively come together to be like, this is okay to do things differently mm-hmm. and, and be able to set our ego aside. Yeah. Setting those, I yeah. have to be right yeah. aside. Because it's so predominant in our culture today. Mm-hmm. But, and then it also makes it super refreshing when you find knowledge sharers mm-hmm. who are fluid and flexible and warm and inviting recognizing that there are a million ways to skin a cat right many ways to one to one different direction right it's like oh yes it's so refreshing Mm -hmm. because it's such a cultural norm now these days and again a total byproduct of of uh colonialism right um what do you see are like what do like when you see narcissistic tendencies or behaviors what do you feel like is the main motive for it? Um, like, what's the drive of those tendencies, do you think? I, that's hard because it's so individual. Right. Indi- individual, individual and no two people it. are going to exactly. be the same. Yeah. Um, but I think some common things is, um, I think, a direct reflection of residential schools, mm-hmm. of um, feeling like you're wrong, mm. and then having a lack of self-confidence. So by boosting up your own opinions and um, conclusions of things in life, mm, mm-hmm. then then you can't be wrong, right? Yeah. So we've been told our whole life that we're wrong, whether we went to residential schools or not. Mm. Um, and especially this intergenerational trauma of that, mm-hmm. of, you know, I know people who... Um, haven't gone to residential schools, but mm. were raised, raised by residential yes. school survivors. Intergenerational trauma. Yeah. Who who definitely are or have narcissistic tendencies. Yeah. Maybe not diagnosable as a personality disorder, mm-hmm. but it's a spectrum, right? Yeah. So that fear of being wrong because you've been told you're wrong your whole life, mm. and you're being raised by people who were blatantly told to their face that they were wrong. Yeah. Um. So by you know building yourself up then you can project to the world that you aren't wrong that you know stuff yeah because to me it really feels like when i look at these these signs and symptoms um it's really making me think of like how people would really want to use narcissism as like a defense mechanism right like i have to protect myself because the world is dangerous people are dangerous and i have to inflate myself so that you can't hurt me you can't harm me and you can't even come close enough to hurting me or exactly. harming me, right? Exactly. But then like this twisted weird side of it is when it gets used as also that same person um, using it as a victim mentality. Mm, yes. Right? So they can't be wrong, but they're also the victim yeah. of 
the situation, mm-hmm. even if they aren't the victim of a situation. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. So it somehow or another still gets them the attention that they're looking for mm. without having to do the work as to why those things are underlying. Yeah. 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 It's like a cyclical, right? Oh, yeah, this totally. overly inflated and then at the same yeah. time it's like, oh, but you did this and you did that and I'm the victim here. Like, exactly. Yeah. And that plays into also um, the symptoms of like lacking empathy or intimacy in relationships. Mm. Um, because if you're the victim, if you can't do no wrong, then there is no room for empathy. Mm. There is no room for seeing and understanding people mm. and being able to recognize that oh, my actions might have hurt somebody. Yeah. Or my putting myself in the center of this situation wasn't necessary Hmm. because it wasn't about me. It was about someone else. That's so hard for for people to see and realize and understand. Hmm. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just talking out my ass, really. (laughs) It's like, I didn't yeah. even know there's like so many different types of there narcissism is. too. Yeah, there's like, an overt narcissist, there's covert narcissist. Healthy and... narcissist? What the heck is that? Um, Sexual nar- narcissist, communal, spiritual, conversational. I feel yeah. like I know a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. Oh, conversational might... Um... <laughs> I just started watching, what is it called? Oh my God. What We Do in the Shadows. It's mm. on. It's on Disney+. Plus. And it's about like a group of vampires <laughs> and, and one of the, the vampires, as I'm using air quotes, um, is um, an energy vampire. Hmm. So that might fit into like a conversational narcissist because they just talk and talk oh and talk gosh. and talk. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because they start to like fall asleep. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I feel like I know. Yeah. I, yeah there's yeah. a couple of people. <laughs> right. And um I, I've also heard that term too. It's like energy vampires, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. People that I call those small doses people. They're people yes, you need exactly. just small bits of time with because too much time. It's just like mm-hmm. you're so drained and exhausted yeah. after that, right? Yeah. yeah. And you and I are the polar opposite. The more time <laughs> we spend together, the better we feel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> yeah. So what would we call that? I don't know. Um, that's a good question. What's the opposite of draining it's like i don't know it's like filling your cup because that's how yeah. i feel like after yeah. you and we need bigger doses because <laughs> yes, there are times where we spend hours right and we're talking we'll like we'll spend hours talking yeah. after we've done hours of recording yeah. uh podcast or, episodes or, or whatever yeah. yeah totally or we're working together driving eight hours uh-huh. <laughs> together and it's like yeah i totally have my cup filled yeah exactly. uh, it's the opposite of draining it's yeah inducing no. Inducing? No. Inducing is like where you... <laughs> That's not that word. <laughs> I have words. I'm going to Google that.com. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, synonym. What's the opposite of draining? No, don't tell me what the opposite of opposite is. <laughs> <laughs> um, opposite of draining. Fulfilling? Fulfilling, yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Inspiring. Maybe. Oh, inspiring! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll, <laughs> we'll do more on that off air. <laughs> but I think, in terms of um, where we are as Indigenous people with narcissism, is still 
such a brand new thing that I don't think many people really realize that it's a problem. Totally. Yeah. In fact, I didn't really see how big of a problem it really is until you and I yeah. were talking about what we're going to uh, feature today's episode on. Yeah. And now that you look at the signs and symptoms, it's a part of everything that we've talked mm -hmm. about on this platform mm -hmm. already. It's a part of lateral violence. It's a part of yeah. intergenerational trauma. It's a part of how people abuse power. Mm -hmm. um, it's a part of all of that, right? It's a part of people's healing journey, though, too. That's true, too, yeah. right? And, you know, like you can start to realize your own narcissistic tendencies on your healing journey, mm, which is mm -hmm. great. Yeah. But at the same time, um, and I've been a, a victim of this is people viewing my healing mm. as a narcissistic trait because mm. I'm saying, no, I need to do this for myself yeah. to feel better. Yeah. It's like, you know, you were in, you, you fell and broke your leg and yeah. You were in a cast for eight weeks. Mm -hmm. You need to go to physiotherapy to get better. Mm -hmm. To me, that's an obvious step. But if my brain is broken and I'm choosing to go to, to therapy and I am mentally strengthening myself, mm -hmm. then I'm narcissistic because I went to counseling and, and worked on my brain. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me because no, those the... are the same things to me. Yeah. Physiotherapy, therapy. Exactly. Same thing. Exactly. One is physical, one is mental health. Yeah. Well, I feel like mental health is still so stigmatized in our yes. community, like in our families. Oh, totally. It's like, why? Well, <laughs> what drives me nuts is when family members, relatives, or community members are like, oh, I don't have mental health. I'm like, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> right? you, got, you have mental health just like how you have physical health and social yeah. health and all of that. Yeah. So, but I feel like, ah, oh, there's so many misconceptions around it, okay. so much yeah. misinformation yeah. Uh, about it. But no, I totally, yeah. That's just, <laughs> I mean, how can you be narcissist if you're healing? Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, I agree with what you're saying though. It's like recognizing your own tendencies. Mm -hmm. That's a part, a necessary part. And probably in fact, yes. the hardest part of healing is when you have to hold a mirror up in front of yourself and pick up those oh, things, absolutely. right? Yeah. Even like when, like for me, anxiety or depression, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like those are hurtful things you don't really want to name within exactly. your peripheral, in your yeah. psyche, in your framework and all that. So, yeah. but naming with them, naming them is recognizing that they're there. And then when you recognize that, that they're there, you can work on them. Exactly, so. exactly. Like getting um, a couple of my formal diagnoses for my mental health, that was like, oh, shit. Mm, <laughs> oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. Now I have to actually, like, do something about this. Um, but if we're, we're specifically looking more at narcissism here and not my own mental health healing journey, um, of, there is more and more people. And again, this has been my, my huge resource of um, TikTok of people who are diagnosed with narcissistic personality disorder or other um i think it's not is it cluster b anyways like the bigger formal diagnoses in mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and there's a, a few diagnosed narcissistic personality disorder um creators who talk about this journey and they're in therapy and they're doing work and they're mm. um it's it they are aware that they have this. Mm. They are aware that their actions cause harm to others. Yeah. But they're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what I really appreciated it when you said that narcissism exists on a spectrum, mm -hmm. right? Very much like how 
anxiety exists on a spectrum. Yeah. I think there are so many parts of anxiety that are natural. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're out walking and you see a bear, you're going to be a little bit anxious, <laughs> yeah. right? And that's yeah. a survival. That's, exactly. a, that's a gift from the creator built yeah. into our system. We need yeah. that to survive. Narcissism, I feel like, well, we can all be a little bit narcissistic, given the context and the time and the situation, but I think when it becomes problematic and hurtful and harmful to ourselves or to the people that we care about, then that's then we have some things we need to work on. Totally. Like, kids are innately narcissistic. Mm -hmm. It is about themselves. Yes. But that's because they haven't learned that there's other things out there yet. Yeah. So it's not that you can fault a kid for being narcissistic. Right. It's, it is part of our nature, mm. but as we grow up and in terms of like, um, off diagnosis of, of narcissistic personality disorder. So narcissistic tendencies, mm. um, I think there is opportunities for people to realize it easier for themselves. Mm. Because if someone who has a full-on narcissistic personality disorder diagnosis mm-hmm. can acknowledge that they have that, mm. then someone who has narcissistic tendencies can also do the same thing. Right. And I'm not faulting people for having those tendencies. Yeah. Um, I've had I just recently had a really good conversation about this. Is like I understand why certain people in my community or in indigenous communities in general act mm-hmm. the way they do, mm. you know, a residential school survivor, mm-hmm. um, someone who was, um, I don't know how graphic we want to be, mm-hmm. um, but like sexual abuse and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, you know, drug alcohol issues within the family. Like you can have yeah. a million things thrown at you. As well, so you can say, uh, growing up in a household where you feel neglected yeah. or growing yes. up in poverty, I would feel like would yeah. also be really hard, like yeah. surviving hardship. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So all of things that you had mentioned off the top of like being, um, this being an effect of childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. So like, I totally understand and give people the credit for, yes, they've been through crap, mm-hmm. but at what point are you going to choose or not choose to help yourself get better? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's the point where I draw the line. Yeah. That's the point where it's like, okay, if you can't figure out your own shit and yeah. that your actions are hurting other people, yeah then I don't have to be in that circle. Yeah. I don't have to be around you. Yeah, exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I know. And I was like, <laughs> was like so many things are running through my mind, but I definitely think about the, the choice. Right. And for some people, they won't even get to this, this place in their life where they feel that there's a choice because they think there's nothing wrong. Yes. There's like, I don't have, what do you mean? Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah. No, not me. It's right? like, yes. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're going to take a quick break. We're going to talk a little bit more off air and then we'll come back with maybe some suggestions or other symptoms or other situations and yeah. And other insights. Yeah. And we'll be right back. Okay. We're back. We have collected ourselves and we have collected some Resources. Yes. Mostly YouTube resources, but they are on other platforms. Mm. Um, So if you would like to um, learn more about narcissism in general or how to help heal yourself in terms of dealing with a narcissist, then these 
three YouTube peoples I highly recommend for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is Surviving Narcissism. Um, amazing, uh, amazing guy. There, oh, there is one more that I have on TikTok. I'll have to look for that in a second. Crappy Childhood Fairy is another one. I love oh, really? the name. Wow. Crappy Childhood Fairy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And then Dr. Romani. So Dr. Romani is good. Yes. I come across her stuff on, I think, Instagram. Instagram a lot. Yeah, there's been yeah. a lot of reels posted of, of her stuff. And yeah, pretty, pretty much every reel or TikTok that I see of hers, I just go, oh, my God. Yeah. But I love, she has such a way of, I'm not familiar with the other two uh, sources, but I know Dr. Uh, Romani has like these really pragmatic things to like mm-hmm. really frame something and offer you tools yes. that you feel like you can add to your tool belt on yeah. working within it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so those those three are on Instagram for sure, or sorry, YouTube <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, and by the way, if you can hear beeping, there's just this issue. That's that our... Have system going off <laughs> yeah it's it's a uh, alarm system that can't be fixed yeah. it is what it is i know um is it dr jim um no users scrolling on the tiktok um you can't search people that you follow anymore it just lists people oh that really you follow. it's really annoying what yeah following Anyways, um, there's a lovely guy on on TikTok called Jim, and uh, he um, does some really good content, uh, mostly like TikTok short form, um, about mental health in general, but he does include narcissism as well. And he's very sweet, very gentle, very kind, very, it feels very comforting um, to hear these things from him. So if I can find him again, um, but I know his name is Jim. Did you it, say he was a doctor? He might be a doctor. I I, I searched Dr. Jim and it didn't come, come <laughs> up. So yeah, but um, hopefully if I find his actual um, username and handle, then, oh, here he is, found it. Okay, so Jim Brillion, B-R-I-L-L-O-N. So he, I think he's got a bunch of letters after his name. So he's a licensed therapist um, and knows a lot about personality disorders, uh, understanding narcissism, gaslighting, narcissism and psychopathy, healthy narcissism. Mm -hmm. So there is definitely a dose of healthy narcissism. He's very sweet. Very, Hmm. very sweet. Cool. So he's on YouTube as well, by the looks of it. I've just found him on uh, on TikTok. So yeah, Jim Brillion, B-R-I-L-L-O-N, is also a really good um, source for helping understanding narcissism and then also healing from it as well. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Wonderful. I was just telling Candace over the break, like how (laughs) I've learned so much just Mm -hmm. in this conversation and how needed this conversation is because of how prevalent narcissism is on a spectrum Mm -hmm. uh in our communities and in our families again not anything wrong with our relatives and our Mm -hmm. family members and our Mm -hmm. friends but a product of of colonialism and trauma and hardship and all of that kind of stuff so super important yeah Mm because i I honestly 
tie it back to the beginning is like, I don't think our ancestors would have survived had they had this level of narcissism. No, 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 no. I think that we were, we are hardwired differently. Yes. Uh, social cohesion, mm-hmm. um, collaboration, tribalism, right? Yeah. It's, a, it's an essence of tribalism is that yeah. we needed each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And trust is that trust. Oh, that's a huge, 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 huge part huge of it, one. right? And yeah. we needed each other because we couldn't afford yeah. marginalization. We couldn't afford stigmatization mm-hmm. or thinking that we were better than other people. Exactly. We couldn't exactly. afford it because we needed everybody. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And we all knew that everyone's gifts or talents in different areas mm-hmm. literally could have meant the the chance of survival for our communities. Yeah. Had we not had that person do their certain talent, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so I know that was a lot of rambling and dabbling and mm. kind of weird, but it is where we are today. Yeah. And hopefully you found that useful for describing. And this is what I love about this podcast is it it continues to give me language for things that I see. Yes. Right? Exactly. And yeah. now we know. Yeah. And hopefully our examples or experiences can help you recognize those things in either yourself or other people around you and mm-hmm. hopefully help you heal for yourself mm-hmm. um, or realize what relationships are valuable and what are not. Yes. You know, I hate to say it, but like narcissism has broke up, broke up, broke up. <laughs> <laughs> narcissism has broke up, broken up quite a few uh, relationships in my life. Mm. So it's, it's a thing and it's something that um, is, I think about time that we start working on and healing for our, our community. Hands down. Yeah. Hands down. Uh, anything else we will add into our Facebook group or I don't know. We're on Instagram now. Yeah. Technically we're on TikTok, but we haven't posted anything <laughs> on there yet. The same for Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we did that just before our one month hiatus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But uh, yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. If you haven't yet, give us a follow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We just took a selfie too, so we'll post that on our social media. Okay, there we go. (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of A Wee Bit Resi podcast. Feel free to answer our weekly What's Up Cousin question in uh, this in the comment section your yeah. question section exactly. yeah. <laughs> of this episode yeah <laughs> you can also send us an email at a wee bit resi at shaw.ca and if you want to stay in touch with us give us a like on facebook we're on facebook and other social media platforms soon to come